Hey folks, so today I want to talk about the Western enablers of Russia, um, which really are the Western enablers of dictatorship, right? I mean, you if you are the mercenary Western enabler, you're not just working for Russia. You're working for the Chinese Communist Party. You're working for the Iranian mullahs. You're working for the Venezuelan criminal regime and, and so on and so forth. I mean, it's, it's, it's extremely widespread. Um, so once you set up shop, uh, you're going to take blood money from every authoritarian regime. And that's, that's the business model. It's to take stolen money, bring it into the West, and then you take a, a cut of that. And then, of course, that blood money ends up influencing our politics, influencing democratic decision-making, um, providing for the authoritarian revolving door, which is an enormous problem. That is to say, this phenomenon where current politicians or civil servants uh, in the West are promised lucrative employment uh, with these mercenary firms or with uh, even the authoritarian regime itself, like Gerhard Schroeder uh, or Francois Fillon and so on and so forth, um, in the aftermath of their time in office, which means that they cater to these interests while they're in office. So it's kind of like delayed onset bribery. Um, but I want to take this on in two parts. Uh, today, I want to discuss the professional enablers, which are sort of the financial gatekeepers that help money, blood money to enter the West. And then in the second part, I want to discuss political enablers, who are essentially these former civil servants and politicians um, who provide for the political influence uh, of dictatorships and democracies in exchange for blood money. So there's some overlap here, don't get me wrong, but I, I do think it's a nice, neat distinction. So with regard to the professional enablers, these are the lawyers, real estate professionals, accountants, company and trust formation agents, and so on and so forth, who provide the framework through which money, stolen money, enters the country, the West, any democracy, um, anonymously. And that's really critical, right? Because obviously a dictator doesn't want to be, want to be, want, want their wealth to be traceable. Um, so the way you do this is you steal the money, then you layer it through various uh, countries with you know, less transparent or accountable banking systems. Um, and then you integrate it through these Western enablers into, you know, the UK or the United States or Canada or wherever else. Um, at the heart of every kleptocratic, every Russian, every CCP money laundering scheme are lawyers, particularly Anglo-American lawyers. The top 200 global law firms are all Anglo-American, and they basically are the consigliaries for the worst mafiosos in history. They they provide the legal services uh, for the, the kleptocratic services, really, for these individuals. And it's important to understand that when people think about lawyers in the West, they think that they're providing legal advice. Uh, they think that they're defending people in court or whatever. That's not what these lawyers are doing. Um, they're primarily providing offshoring services. They're sort of setting up shell companies and they're getting passports and they're, you know, they're, they're ensuring that the money can't be traced and they're ensuring that it goes into real estate or whatever so that, um, you know, it's hard to follow for law enforcement and whatever else. So um, this has been the transformation of Western lawyers, large law firms over time from what would more typically be associated with law um, to this kleptocratic 
kleptocrat services industry, this dictator services industry. Um, luckily, you know, we're on our way to solving this. There is the Enablers Act in Congress, uh, which would require lawyers, trusting company formation agents, uh, accountants to do sort of basic due diligence, ask basic questions about the source of susp suspicious potential client funds, um, which amazingly is not required uh, in the United States. The only industry that has to do any sort of due diligence are banks. Uh, and that's one of the reasons that a lot of this blood money now is able to avoid those banks going through these financial gatekeepers. Uh, unfortunately, this legislation still faces an uphill climb. Uh, I'll link uh, to a great article about where the legislation is. Uh, but in any case, it's a problem we have in our, uh, in our crosshairs. Nonetheless, it remains an enormous vulnerability. Western financial defenses uh, are almost non-existent in this space. And it's no wonder uh, that so much of this corrupt money has been able to creep in. And it's no wonder that we can't enforce our sanctions. And it's no wonder that uh, we have not been able to deter Russia or China or anyone else because they can just buy us. And this is how they buy us. And in the second part, I'll go over those they buy.